So I think we start this episode uh, with a welcome. Thank you. What do you think? Oh, to other people, not to me. To other people. No, not okay. to you. You know, I don't welcome. You don't welcome I someone home. Up. You just go, you just go, hey, hi. Uh, <laughs> I think we welcome uh, all three of our listeners to season two. Oh. And have a little bit of touch on what we're doing, what we're expecting, what they can expect. And then also um, a warning on this episode in particular. How's that sound? That sounds like a great thing. So season one, we start every episode with uh, introductions. I kind of feel like we're good. Like, look, we know who we are. Okay. If you don't know who we are, go back to season one and listen. Uh, the voices you hear are Dan and Kim, right? Like that's not, they can, <laughs> yeah. they can tell. Uh, so this season, Kim, what is our plan? This is season two. We've done 30 episodes. We grew, we growed up. We're a real podcast. I'm a real podcast now. Uh, what's the plan? Plan. I'll tell you the plan because you and I talked about this and I was definitely paying attention when you talked. And the plan is that we're going to do episodes. We're going to talk about topics. Um, we're going to be prepared this time. We're going to have more guests. <laughs> we were prepared last time. We just often went yeah, off no, the I cuff also, prepare. but like more, more preparation, maybe more a little bit of research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, I'm excited about season two. I think um, we talked about it last week before we recorded um, for this episode. We're, you know, more guests. We're hoping for more guests, uh, mm -hmm. different topics, just kind of trying to create a little bit of a community around the show. I'm excited. So am I. And in addition to hoping, we're actually going to work on that. Like, yeah, we, we hope for more guests, but I feel like we hoped for a guest last season and we had a few, a couple anyway. Um, and yeah. they were, they were great. It was very interesting, but we're going to actively work. You know, we've got a, a, a list, a show list with ideas laid out in kind of this arc of, of a plan, not a story necessarily, but an arc of a plan, um, including somewhere we're like, Hey, this would be a good place for an interview. And we're going to start working on that. So that's season yeah. two. Uh, I'm excited. Me too. So now Kim, this episode, I kind of feel like I should give a couple of warnings just for me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I speak for you or not, but you never do uh, this uh, on this episode. We are talking the pandemic. So number one, y'all, I'm not a doctor. I am not a scientist. I am just a person who cares about my fellow human beings and who wants to get out of this pandemic. And it, and if you think it's not real, then probably tune into a different podcast because we don't disagree on this one, Kim, this is real. Mm -hmm. And I'm sick and tired of it. Now, the other, I think, warning is that um, I'm probably going to swear a little bit on this one because I get really fired up on this. Um, so watch that. And then the third one is for me personally, um, and this comes from just seeing a post recently about compassion. I try to come at this with a compassionate mindset, non-judgmental. I don't believe people are just inherently dumb. Like if you disagree with me, you're just a dumbass. I don't believe that. Yeah. I am extremely frustrated though with the continued purposeful lack of caring, lack of common sense, lack of compassion. And so I'm hoping that this episode comes off with, with some compassion and grace, but also to maybe shake some people to go, okay, maybe you don't, you know, need compassion everywhere. Cause like the whole during the 2020 election. Well, both sides, well, both sides, well, both sides. No, sometimes bullshit. No. There ain't both sides. There's one side and you're just being an asshole. So anyway, yeah. there, I'm already swearing, Kim, you got me fired Whoa. up. First of all, first of all, 
anybody that's tuning in to listen to me talk is probably 75% of our audience. And it's so that's two people. And they know that I don't like cursing. You don't, don't math, do you? I don't. No, three, two people of three is 75%. 66%, dude. Listen. Three out of four. Women, <laughs> believe women. Don't tell me about math. <laughs> don't mansplain math to me. Oh, are you saying that our listeners are women so they don't add up to the same amount as a man does? Okay. No. Great. Great. No. Well done. Well Thank done, you. Kim. Thank you. Oh my God. I'll take the compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, no. All, all the anyway. same, all the same warnings to me. Uh, I'm, I, luckily for medicine, I'm not a doctor. Mm. I, um, I also am going to curse this season. Um, <laughs> the entire season. The You're entire season. Uh, I don't know. This is like, I've, I've had to go to the doctor a couple times because um, I'm frail and and falling apart. And they keep asking me, do you drink? That's just like a question they ask. Like, do you smoke? Do you drink or anything like that? And I keep every time they do. I'm like testing the language on the joke. But the basic joke is, do you do you drink? Yeah, no, I watch the news. Like, obviously, <laughs> if, if you're if drinking is something you do in your household and you watch the news, you're drinking You're yeah. I don't know where that came a from. A lot. Yeah. yeah, I like that. <laughs> It's good jokes, joke material there. All right. So Thanks. anyway, the point is I'm not a doctor also, and I'm also yeah. really pissed off. Like, I think that we're going to hopefully not feed each other too much as far as like trying to feed onto each other's anger. But I am also very annoyed. I'm annoyed that people that I know that are smart and who I thought were compassionate are just like, meh. Like that's just, I, I it blows my mind. One of the people that I saw recently shared um, something on Facebook that I thought was really good. Um, and this, this friend of mine, Christopher, there are things I, I agree with him and things that I don't, which is what's so beautiful about expanding your perspective. But this one, I was like, yes, I 100% agree with this. He said, every U.S. president is vaccinated, past and present. Well, I mean, living and current. Uh, every U.S. governor is vaccinated. Every member, except for three members of the GOP party, GOP parties are like an ATM machine uh, of Congress <laughs> is vaccinated and, and almost every person dying of COVID-19 in the U S is not vaccinated. Like the political leaders that are telling you mm-hmm. this disinformation bullshit, they've been vaccinated. They have access to the highest quality healthcare and they're telling you take horse deworming medicine and don't get vaccinated. Why? What? I don't, I I don't know. I don't get it. It is wildly frustrating to see a state like Texas and then Greg Abbott get it. And here's the thing. I I do. I am sorry that Greg Abbott has COVID. I am thankful that his COVID is not that bad. He's a human being. I disagree with him on every single front. I have never liked him. I worked actively against his campaign for governor. I do not want him to be the governor of Texas anymore anymore. That dude sucks, <laughs> but <laughs> I am sorry that he got COVID. I am glad yeah. that it's not that bad. I am glad that he got vaccinated, but he can truly, and I mean this from like the bottom of my heart, take two steps back and go fuck himself because he also is not telling, he's like working against mask mandates. He's not pushing for a vaccine. He had the gall to say you know, it's not that bad because I was vaccinated. Okay, but are, what are you doing to ensure that Texans are being vaccinated? Because, hello, good morning, Greg Abbott. 
You are not going to get reelected if Texans cannot vote. If your Republicans that you are catering to so far that you don't even care if they get sick or not, because you have to play to that party, they're not going to be able to vote for you, my dude. And speaking of Texas, news story, Texas anti-mask movement leader died of COVID recently. Yeah, which is also a tragedy. Tragedy. Preventable. Preventable tragedy. Right. Is that an oxymoron? Preventable tragedy? I don't think it's an oxymoron, though. It's like walking out in front of a train when you hear it coming at you. Like, yes, I'm sad that the person did it, but also um, due to train, like stop going, stop actively pushing against the things that we know are keeping us safer. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand, too, that masks aren't 100 percent. Neither are vaccines. I understand that you could still die. I understand that shit. I could take the vaccine and get hit by a train tomorrow. Like I can still die. That's fine. My life is is fragile. I get it. Yeah. But the more we can do to help stay healthy in the face of this once in a lifetime virus and pandemic, maybe we ought to. Um, so that's, so I was speaking and, of Texas now. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, by the way, once in a lifetime it is only once in a lifetime. If people can get vaccinated and we can yeah. stop having these like worse and worse variants because right. the, I was just at a baby shower today, which baby shower outside masked up very very small there were eight of us and we (laughs) were joking two of the women one of them just had a baby five weeks ago the other one obviously pregnant she hasn't had her baby yet and um we were talking about what interesting time it is to like have a baby right now and you know by the time they grow up they're not going to know really anything any of this obviously because they're just now being born hopefully hold on hopefully well, one of the women at the shower was like, we were saying um, how funny it'll be to be like, we get it. Like the babies being like, we get it. I was born in a pandemic. And, and one of the women there was like, yeah, which one? And every the, uh, everybody was like, ooh. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, if we don't take care of this, who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's just it. Like you, you the research that I've seen, the stories that I've read, and not just YouTube videos from people that have no credentials, like true, real stories that I've read. A big part of why this pandemic has taken off are we have super bugs because of things like climate change. Again, it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to continue to have super bugs and other things going on. And the more people who are so, I'm going to say blindly anti-vax because they just like, because they think it's just so evil and blah, 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 and whatever, like, you, if if that group gets bigger, we're going to have other outbreaks of things that we've already eradicated. Mm-hmm. But that's been proven. So it's a problem. I also saw the, the headline that the third conservative radio host who condemned vaccines dies of COVID. Like how 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 is the irony lost on people? Why are we having this argument still almost two years? We are we are over a year and a half into this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Selfishness. At this point, that is what it is. And I I hate, I have people in my life that I genuinely love who are not vaccinated. Mm. It is selfish. I wish that they would. And I love them. And I hate to just carte blanche call them that. But that is what the move is. Unless you cannot get vaccinated, not getting vaccinated is is nothing but selfish. And by the way, if you cannot get vaccinated, 
it it is like you you get vaccinated for your a little bit for yourself and mostly for the people who can't. That is the point of getting it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You talked about school math. You talked about about masks and how mm-hmm. Abbott is against masking mandates. Um, the schools <laughs> yeah. around me, uh, yeah, masking man. Anyway, mask mandates. The schools around me. So I have I have two children, uh, a sophomore and a junior, and one school is requiring masks and one is not. Okay, the one that's not is a much smaller school. The one that is requiring it is a much bigger school, about ten times the size of the other one. And in, in Michigan, it's just up to the school districts for the most part. And they're doing the best they can with the information they have. Okay, fine. The one that's requiring it. Okay, here's here's the requirement. This is so interesting to me. It's so inconsistent and just I don't understand it. They're requiring masks for all, and we'll just say high schoolers. We're talking about high school right now. For all okay. high schoolers, you wear them in your class. In between classes for that four-minute sprint to your next class, that's a mask break. You don't have to wear your masks in the hallways where everybody is yeah okay because it's only four or five minutes the exposure time is supposed to be 15 minutes right so if you only have five minutes and you're walking past people it you should be theoretically okay sure sure like like i i understand the idea behind the logic here's but but no just wear them Here's, here's what I think it is. Here's my hypothesis. It's, it's a uh, compromise because so many parents went to school board meetings for the first time in their lives and said, not my kids. And so the school said, okay, how can we keep the most kids the safest if they're wearing them throughout the day? And like their, their classes cannot be distanced to the level that they should be six feet apart with like plexiglass everywhere. If you really wanted to be able to go without masks, ain't going to work. Right. So they have to wear masks in the classroom. I get that. And I'm glad for that. So I I believe it's a compromise with those parents of like, okay, we're going to have the kids wearing masks, but they're going to be able to have mask breaks every hour. And and I think that might placate some of the parents that are throwing a fit. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. That's just my hypothesis, but my kids, like my whole family was like, wait, your same reaction, your same reaction. We all went, wait, when you're all together, even our oldest said, look, when I'm walking by somebody, they could sneeze on me and now I've got it. Yeah. Like that's all it takes is a sneeze or a cough right on me. And people like, yeah, you've got five minutes between classes. You're probably hurrying, but plenty of people don't. Mm -hmm. And even if it's only five minutes, you're still in close proximity to others without masks. And you have no idea of vaccination status. You have no idea if they're asymptomatic. You have like, you just, and so, yeah, I mean, I get it. It doesn't make any sense. It's inconsistent at best. But yeah. at least they're doing something. I'll give them that. I get. I mean, I don't know. I struggle with it because, like, I have to wear a mask at work. Um, right now, it's a really trying time for me at work because we're in prep. We're not filming yet, so my days are a little bit longer. I have to go eight whole. I have to be at work for eight whole hours. Uh, <laughs> I know it's shocking. Yeah. In my defense, I know. we work longer hours later when we're filming. I was just eight hours say, I know to come back eight from hiatus. Nothing. <laughs> It was I mean, yeah, nothing, but coming back from hiatus, I'm like, oh my gosh, 8.30 in the morning. Like, you guys, that's really early. Um, <laughs> but I have to wear a mask the entire time I'm at work. So maybe I'm a little more like, whatever. But it does seem, I don't know. I'm there for eight hours. I wear the mask the whole time unless I'm like yeah. taking a bite or drinking something. But I don't, yeah. you don't need, if you're a medical professional, 
prior to this pandemic, you're probably listening to this right now being like, you don't need a mask break because, you know, if you think about how long like surgeries are and everything, no, they're not taking mask breaks. 40 minutes, you can put on your mask. Yep. I mean, and they're wearing more dense masks, maybe like, I don't know. I just feel like they're also wearing higher quality masks that might, in theory, like limit more oxygen than what we're wearing. Like you're not not going to limiting oxygen. There's no, I mean, that's like, true. It, it's not like you're reading the newspaper all the time of doctors just and nurses just passing out because of the exactly. lack of oxygen during a surgery. That's not how the, these masks work. So it's yeah. frustrating, too, because it's just like, let's have a little bit of common sense here. And and OK, I'm not a doctor. Maybe 15 minutes, you know, these five minute hallway times is fine. But it just seems like such a risk when we're right. just getting kids back to school. Are they doing testing at all? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I haven't read that anywhere. And look, I'm sick and tired of wearing masks. Fortunately, I haven't had to in a long time, really, but I'm, I'm probably going to start doing it again. Um, I hate it. And even like our oldest went to school the other day and before school started, they did like freshman orientation. Right. And she's a, a leader in that as a, as a junior. And so she was there for that day. And she said, yeah, everybody had to wear a mask. And then she choked up and she said, I hate it. I can't see anybody's face. Ugh. And it just hurts. And then she also said, but I'm going to wear my mask and I hope everybody else does too. Like we all, we feel that we feel the same. We feel the same, y'all. If you're listening and you hate masks, so do we. And yet we're going to do it for others. Yeah, We're going to do it to help get us through this thing. We're going to do it because... It does help. Doesn't cure everything. It isn't the end all be all, but it is not a sign of government control. It is not taking away your rights. It is not going to kill you from asphyxiation, from killing you, no oxygen. Is that going to kill you from killing you? Asphyxiation, is that right? (laughs) I don't know. It's not going to do it. You're not going to suffocate. Yeah. I just, it's just so, so infuriating. You said selfishness was a big reason that we're going through it. So I think the, I think the other thing is disinformation. Yeah. Yeah. And that is selfish. It's selfish on the part of the person doling out the, the disinformation. Mm-hmm. Yep. The rumors and, and weirdness and conspiracy bullshit and all this stuff. And, and Tucker like, look, Carlson go oh, don't even just take yeah. a bite of your bow tie. Get out of here with your bullshit. Yeah. First of all, that dude's vaccinated. Second of all, right. that dude is the is like a, the um stofer microwavable meals money so he's not this guy is living the easiest life in the entire world and the only thing he has to do which i truly don't understand how he does is go to sleep at night because <laughs> he's right. he probably i assume sleeps upside down during the day because he's bat because he's bad man not batman he is a bad man bad man um okay. so i assume he sleeps upside down in a cave during the day but um, go bite your bow tie, dude, with your bullshit. Yeah. That's going to be season two. We're also making merch. First merch t-shirt. Go bite your bow tie. <laughs> go bite your and bow tie, it's just Tucker. Tucker Carlson. It's just a bat sleeping upside down with a bow tie. <laughs> nice. It, the, this whole idea that the disinformation of just like, I'm just forwarding it along. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just asking. <sighs> I'm just, I just want like, well, who, why should I trust the pharmaceutical companies? Okay. L- let me say this. 
I don't inherently trust every single corporation out there. Of course not. They're run by people. This is a capitalist economy where all they want to all they want to do is make money. I get that. They're also not all inherently evil entities out to just murder us all. Because if we're all dead, guess what? They ain't making money. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the thing: I said, tend to see this perspective come from people I would consider fans of capitalism, <laughs> and they say, "Look, don't trust the pharmaceutical giants because they're out to just out to make money." And yet they're also on the other side of their mouth, purporting, I don't know, so supporting, evangelizing for unfettered capitalism. Let the rich get rich. Don't do, you know, don't give social programs money. Don't help with free meals for kids or whatever, like all these things. And so like you want to, you want to trumpet from the rooftops, the idea of capitalism. And yet you want to turn around and say, but these pharmaceutical companies shouldn't be trusted. Don't trust capitalism. Wait a minute. The mental gymnastics that this takes is astounding. Well, the mental gymnastics that you have to do to get to any any place in this scenario is astounding. The capitalism, trust but don't trust. The politicians, trust but don't trust. The news, yeah. trust but don't trust. That's a great point. It, it really, and that's all it is, is you take the information that you want. And anything that isn't what you want is wrong. I saw another meme or a post or something that was asking, why are we in this season of our humanity where we stop trusting what we call experts? Why is it that we don't believe the experts, those who have gone to school for 12 years for a PhD plus a doctorate plus a whatever, like all these letters behind their names? I feel like this goes all the way back to like further but you could even look at um, W's election. Oh, that guy, he looks like I could grab a beer with him. Like he, th- he's not s- smart. I don't need him to use big words. He's just a normal guy. I don't want a normal person to be the president. I want the nerdiest nerd. I want somebody who's like n- never got picked first on any team. I want a mathlete as the president. <laughs> But right now we are, I mean, granted also, like I love Obama and that dude is cool. So that dude I was going to so push back cool. on that. That dude is so cool that Maggie Haberman was like, I didn't get invited to his party. I'm going to write an article about how bad his party was because I wasn't invited. <laughs> um, but I want like, I want the nerdiest president. But we have this weird thing right now where people don't want that. They don't value experience or knowledge or expertise, like you're saying. And I don't really know where that comes from, that to be quote unquote elite is to have an education. I don't think having an education makes you better or worse than anybody. I think it just means that you have that, that you have, have the education. Like that's all it is, is that that's what you have. But we have this weird thing that that actually makes you like, bad and elite and we shouldn't listen to you what i i i respect and trust my mechanic i yeah. cannot do what they do i i don't think of them any less than i do a surgeon i also wouldn't ask my mechanic to take out my gallbladder and i wouldn't go to my doctor to have him do an oil change hundred mm-hmm. or fix my car or fix my brakes or whatever like you pay for the experience and the, and the knowledge and the wisdom and the, all that stuff. That's okay. 
But instead, what we're doing today, whether it's president, as you talked about, or whether it's, you know, well, Fauci doesn't know what he's talking about. Look, we all make mistakes. And the idea of science is to ask questions, not to have all the answers. You search for the answers, right? Yeah. So sometimes you ask enough questions, you get back to it and you change the answer. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that they're lying to you or they were just inherently wrong. Yeah. Was it wrong? Sure. Now we're making adjustment and we're doing something different. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. When did that become not okay? Sorry, the once in a lifetime pandemic with a brand new virus that we've never dealt with before. Sorry, it's like new. <laughs> and so we're right. learning as we go. Sorry that right. nobody gave Fauci all the information about this virus before we all caught it. And you know what else I don't like is all these people that are not going to take the vaccine because, quote, they're going to just get it anyway. Have you heard that before? Oh, yeah. I hate that. Like, I'm just going to get it anyway. That's a self-fulfilling prophecy, my dude. You actually don't have to get it. What you can do is get the vaccine for free. You, you're not, not everybody is, quote, I'm just going to get it anyway. You're, that's not guaranteed. No. And the more of us that are vaccinated, the fewer get it. Yeah. And, okay, so you're going to get it. Fine. If you're vaccinated, it's a 90-some-5% chance, whatever, that it's going to be extremely low, mm -hmm. like, impact on your life. Right. Yeah. You probably won't go to the hospital, which, by the way, is really expensive. Yeah. So my mom had to go to the hospital recently and I was concerned that she wasn't going to be able to get in because of all the COVID-19 patients. Mm -hmm. There there, some hospitals in the area I've read now, not in our area, but like in other areas are beginning to question if they're going to have to turn people away. My grandma just had to go to the hospital and it took a long time for her to get a bed. Yeah. So. Fuck you, don't get vaccinated so my 89-year-old grandma can sit in a goddamn hospital hallway because you're too and selfish. just die. Yep. Yeah, yep. she's alive. 100%. I, just, I don't know if you know. She's Thank alive. Thank goodness. I mean, I do know that, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's what we're... <laughs> but that right? is what There's... is happening. People are dying because they can't get to the yeah. hospital. And then they're also dying because they were fed misinformation. Right. Purposefully. Who the hell is going to hold these people accountable the, the, the bow tie eating Tucker Badmans of the world. Like how, how, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. And I don't know if it's, I, I don't, I don't know why there has not been, or maybe it's in process or maybe you can't do it. There has not been a class action lawsuit against Fox news for feeding. Actually there should be there. It is, you are able to do it because they're being sued about the lies about the big lie mm. from dominion systems. Yeah. yeah. So they systems. can be yeah. sued. So I don't know why yeah. if I were somebody, I would definitely do it. And like the money's nice, but you get the greater goal of teaching them a lesson. I think dominion, like dominion is suing for hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. The more mm. money, the better, because this Fox news, OAN America first, all these, bullshit networks they have so much money i really like you said you were gonna curse in this episode so then i was like great i'm gonna curse gates <laughs> are open come on dude <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> um all these companies like they're making so much money the only way they will learn hey you cannot tell blatant lies like this on yep. air is to have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars yep. be at play now I had somebody uh, in my life send me a Facebook message of a video of a guy, a doctor in Indiana talking about 
something to do with the vaccines or the masks or something. It was, it was like obviously against it. So out of all the things in the world that are saying these things do work, even if it's not hundred percent, you're going to find the one guy in some random ass town that's mad about wearing masks at a school or some bullshit. And you're going to send me that. You haven't said a word to me in six months. You haven't oh, engaged with me at all. You're going to send me this just because, and then, and then ask me under the guise of, Hey, what do you think about this? I think you're smart. I think you've got a perspective, whatever. I, and, and so like, there's a name for that. I forget what it's called now, but there's a name for like devil's advocate type things where you're just like fishing and you're going to engage with that person to get them to give you their perspective. Then you're just going to like berate them. Now this person didn't berate me. I didn't actually engage with that video. I just said, like, I talked about something else, whatever. Like I just basically ignored it. Yeah. I don't believe this person would actually berate me. So if they're listening and they pick up on the story, but that's unfortunately what so happens so often is, well, I'm just saying, I'm just going to forward this along. What do you think? And then try to like out, uh, intellectualize me or whatever. I don't like people. I don't know. I don't. And again, some random ass doctor who says, who speaks up against the machine, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, because then you found your voice. You found the one video you wanted. Right. Right. Exactly. Hundreds of thousands or whatever of all the other people saying, Hey y'all don't jump off that bridge because guess what? It's 500 feet down, not 50. One guy's like, nah, bullshit. It's 50. Oh, okay. I'm going to believe him. No, listen to everybody else. I just, oh my gosh. And you're putting my family at risk. You're putting my friends at risk. I've got my, my boss and my day job is down in Florida where their governor is just like, okay, do whatever you want and just kill people. Cool. And, 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 my boss Remington is just like so fed up. He's just so angry. The lack of compassion by others who are just like, eh, it's not that bad. Uh, what is astounding? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not in Florida, man. Dude, me too. But you know, I don't know. I say, I agree. I am also glad I'm not in Florida, but first of all, I'm trying to go to Florida next year. So Florida, get your shit together. I'm trying to be there in June. <laughs> second of all, let's hope. Let's hope. I'll keep my fingers crossed hope. for you. Um, second of all, you know, it's the same thing. Like people do this all the time. They just write off like, well, screw the South. Like, oh, let's just chop off Florida and get rid of it. Let's uh, we don't need Texas anymore, but we do. And here's the thing is there are people in these states that want better they want to they are vaccinated their kids are too young and they're trying to send their kids to school safely they want their kids to go to school but they're being told that they are not allowed to wear masks in school or do whatever you want wear them or don't wear them but they're getting bullied for wearing them we can't just say ah screw this like forget florida i'm so glad i'm not in florida i'm glad i'm not in florida also it seems swampy and once i went to gatorland and i watched them feed an alligator chicken So it's maybe perhaps not for me, but (laughs) there are a lot of people there who deserve better. And it's they're they're taking a lot of good people down with them because they want to suck up to the powers that be. They want to suck up to a president that lost an election, lost two popular votes and one electoral vote. They want to suck up to Mitch McConnell for reasons that are truly unknowable. They want to suck up to, you know, Fox News so that they can get their time slot or whatever. And the, mm-hmm. and people are going to, they're killing their constituents. Yep. 
And you're absolutely right. Even if you give them a choice, they're being bullied. They're being shamed for wearing their masks, whatever. I saw saw a story in some social post. And again, this was just a random social post, not a news story. But it was talking about how their son, I think, was at a new school and went in and was wearing his mask and nobody else in the class nor the teacher were wearing their masks. The teacher decided to do an impromptu like debate air quotes um, over masks. And, and when the, when one student or a couple of students were like against masks and the whole class cheered and whatever, when the other kid got up and was respectfully saying, well, here's why I wear my mask. It's for others, blah, blah, blah. It's compassion. He got booed and I think called names. The teacher didn't do a thing about it. And I'm like, mother, I would know. That's awful. That's How awful. D- yeah. So anyway, um, and now again, just a random story, an anecdote. I have no idea if it's true, uh, but I don't doubt it. Um, I don't doubt it. How do we even battle disinformation? How do we stop rumors and bad information from changing people's minds and leading those people that we love and care about and that we thought were smart? They're not dumb people. They're just making really bad choices. How do we stop it? That's a great question. At my America pod, when you know. Tell us how to stop it, please. I don't know. You know, I think there are a couple different fronts that we can fight it on. I think that we need to have people start seriously. I I think that news organizations and elected officials, that's a little bit, these are two separate things, but they need to have consequences for making these comments. And by consequences, I mean like they should not have their jobs anymore. They should lose their elections and their reelections. Um, if your network is putting out this fake news, you need to be called out on it and there should be consequences. You should lose your advertisers. You should have people suing you, lining up to sue you. And then a person by person thing, I think it really just is having conversations. Um, and that's what they've proven that that is the most helpful thing when it comes to this misinformation, like how we're actually going to be able to combat it. And it really is just having a conversation. Tell me why you feel this way about the vaccine. Okay, let me tell you what I've heard. Tell me what you've heard. Let's look it up together. Let me show you where the information is. Where are you not believing it? And let's really go through it step by step by step. You think that really works? I is do it truly believe it, it works. Okay. I think that I, I, it has been proven that when you can put a face to something, a human face to an idea, that you are able to wrap your head around it. Is that the same thing as sharing the stories in social media or is it some kind of a different kind of way to have a conversation? I think it's having a private conversation, whether it's in person or through social media. But I think that often what happens on social media is somebody posts, I got my vaccine. And then somebody posts, you're a sheep. I can't believe you'd get the vaccine. And then you comment back to say like, hey, why don't you tell me why you're not getting the vaccine? And then some third party who doesn't have anything to do with this, this is just, they were just scrolling and decided, had to, has to come in and say like, I read somewhere that sheep's blood is in it. And then now we've got a different conversation happening. Whereas like you and I can have a conversation and there's no third party there. So you don't have to be, neither side needs to like have their guard up. You can just have an honest conversation. And that's always going to be better than sheep's blood. What? I mean, lamb's blood painted door. Thou shall pass. That's Metallica lyrics for you. Um, It's funny that you say uh, uh, you're just a sheep. That's one of the, that cracks me up the most right now about, about Christians who want to be the lion 
at all times and not be a sheep. But in the Bible, Jesus talks about how we are all his sheep. And then the lion goes about stalking quietly and will devour you because the lion is Satan. And I'm like, y'all don't read the Bible very much, do you? <laughs> no. It's like, oh, anyway, we twist shit, don't we? Um, all right. So disinformation needs to be probably private conversations, sharing the nurse's story about how tired uh, they are and how these beds really do go to people that are unvaccinated and they're dying and et cetera. Like that doesn't necessarily change someone's mind, but engaging them in a respectful conversation might. Yeah. And I think something that I'm hearing a lot right now is people are, most people are not anti-vax. They are vaccine hesitant. Okay. And so I think really with, and, and I think I come through this with like talking about voting. It, you're not a non-voter. You are someone who hasn't voted yet. You are not anti-vax. You just haven't gotten the vaccine yet. Let's talk about it. I'm not here to embarrass you. I'm not here to yell at you. Yeah, maybe on the inside, I'm really fucking annoyed. I'm super annoyed that I have to wear this mask. I'm super annoyed that I have to have this conversation with you. But you know what? I would rather have this conversation and come to it with a a respectful way, wanting to hear what you're having to say and also wanting to express my opinions, take the personal out of it. I, I, I would rather do that because it is better in the long run. Better than going to your funeral. Exactly. My schedule is right. too busy this day. I'm thinking about signing up for hockey. Like, I don't have time to add anything else. So I don't have time for funerals. Hockey now, too, and soccer and trying yeah, to make Yeah, I'm really into soccer. Everybody, with- this is a sports podcast. Now. I've decided to be really into soccer because I think it's the sport. It's like an activist sport. It's really made for me. Just because you love Ted. Saw so one episode believe- of Ted Lasso, and now I'm really into soccer. That's not true. I saw the um, LFG documentary on HBO. Okay. I've seen all of Ted and I love it. Anyway, I've seen all but of it I, also. that's not what this episode's about. It's about vaccines. I, I, instead of soccer, I like what would probably be Russian soccer. What's Hockey. that? Okay. I say Russian because I think like I was thinking like American, but I'm sure we did not invent hockey, either Russian or Russia or no, Canada. Probably did. We definitely didn't. Inv- we didn't invent any thing we just went and said ours now oh put your little finger down put I, your finger I think, down i <laughs> we think did. We, we did invent a lot we invented a lot baseball if nothing else we invented basketball a lot. too anyway uh also electricity i mean god bless uh, nicholas tesla <laughs> so i think that's our show uh, and i think the, the lesson here is we're not gonna get out of this fucking pandemic unless you wear your mask and get vaccinated and i'm gonna try to be respectful and have grace but just fucking do it you son of a please <laughs> good get it out now there and then go. have respectful conversations later yes please i cannot imagine the venn diagram that is this show of somebody listening but not vaccinated you're what you we love you and you're welcome here this is a space for you but if you're not vaccinated please go get vaccinated if you have questions there is a ton of research it, the Pfizer vaccine is FDA approved now they were not not FDA approved they were FDA emergency approval now they are properly approved please please go get vaccinated yep. somebody that you yes. love very very much 
requires you to get vaccinated. And that's what it is too, is like all these people that don't want to get vaccinated, somebody you love needs you to get vaccinated to keep mm-hmm. them safe. And to keep these variants down, the more of us that get vaccinated, yes. the fewer variants, the fewer mutations, we're going to nip this in the bud. Hopefully, if we just get vaccinated. I hope so. You know how much time I spent trying to recoup my face from the mask the first time? Now I got to wear it again. I'm doing my best. Pro tip, there is a Clearasil that I do makeup. Anyone who wears makeup, I do makeup from the mask up, like the top of my face where you can see it. And then what is covered by the face is a little um, layer of Neutrogena. It's like tough spot or something like that. And that has helped. There you go. Well done. Thank you. That's a TikTok tip right there. TikTok tip. (laughs) TikTok tip. That was good. I got through it. Didn't even plan it. Uh, So my America pod on the social media is my America pod at gmail.com. I'm at Dan Moyle in social media. I'm at just doing the best that I can with my clear skin so that when I take off my mask. Yeah, I change my handle account every time. I know it's <laughs> uh, you can just go to at Kim Moffat and you'll find all of my hot TikTok tips. TikTok tips. You should use uh, hashtags instead of changing your handle. That's nah. what we're doing on social media nowadays. I don't know what a hashtag is. <laughs> all right, by the way, if you're listening, our next episode, we're going to be talking about the California recall. So if you have any mm-hmm. thoughts on that, hit us up on social media at either my America pod or our personal socials. Um, let's have a conversation about the California recall on Gavin Newsom. Um, Kim's going to bring the heat next time in the education. And we're going to have an interesting <laughs> conversation. Ooh, 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 ooh. I have I'm very interested. thoughts and feelings. I can't wait to, to get him recalled. Well, that's going to be our show. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a california no, voter <laughs> i am not um and i'm very interested to find count. out all of the, okay miss i little miss i campaigned against abbott in texas you're not a texas voter i got the tattoo i can have an interest in california yes you can i appreciate your interest so that's our next episode if you have any questions or thoughts or ideas hit us up on social media and uh tune in for our uh second episode of the second season there you go okay hey Cheers. guys hey guys hey, hey guys have a great day